Welcome to The Workplace, a podcast by Cal Chamber. I'm Erica Frank, Cal Chamber's Executive Vice President and General Counsel. Today on the podcast, we are discussing something that is top of mind for many of us, the renewed focus on mask policies in the workplace. And with me to provide expertise on this issue is the one and only Matthew Roberts, Cal Chamber's employment law expert. Welcome, Matt. Hi, Erica. It's good to be here. So, Matt, as you and I have talked, um, and we just talked a few minutes ago about this, I was really hoping that by now we wouldn't be discussing the issues of COVID. Um, It's just continuing. It's the issue that doesn't want to go away. But here we are again. Um, And now we have this highly contagious Delta variant that's driving cases at extreme high rates all over the nation, uh, particularly among those who are unvaccinated. And because we've seen such a surge in positivity rates, many local public health officials are now requiring masks indoors for everyone. So regardless of your vaccination status, meaning that For those who did go and get their vaccinations, thinking that their masks could be put in a, um, you know, in a lockbox or or thrown away for a lack of a better way of disposing them, we have to make sure that we have them available again. So as we're recording this podcast, about half of California counties have reinstituted masking policies, and these policies absolutely affect the workplace. And As such, and without surprise, a lot of these new rules that the local health departments are promulgating are really creating a lot of confusion among employers. And as you and I both know, we have our employers that are contacting the helpline, labor law helpline, so confused. The CDC says one thing, CDPH says another, local health department says another, and then can employers even have their own policies? So Matt, let's just dive right in. What issues are employers facing when it comes to masking policies at the work site? You know, when it's the business that has discretion to when it's actually required? Yeah, that's a great question, Erica. And for all of our listeners out there, really where we start is with the government orders. And for many of us, this is where the confusion is really taking place because a lot of us were familiar with those new Cal OSHA rules that we had gotten in the middle of June. And now all of a sudden over the last week and a half or so, we're starting to see counties take over and it's creating conflict with the Kalosha rules. And so uh, what do employers do with this? And really for us, the first place that we go as an employer is what is our local public health department saying? They have total control over what's going on within their county or their city limits if they have a public health agency. And this is where we start. And Kalosha says this as well as these are the rules for the state, but your local can have more strict rules. And if they do, we follow those. So for us as employers, we're starting with our government orders. It's at the local level first. And then what does Cal OSHA say about this? Okay. So for those of us that are in localities that have reinstituted masking policies, we're going to need to follow what those masking policies are. What about those employers that might be in locations that have not imposed their own masking requirements? What, um, what, what can they do? Are, are they free to impose their own masking policies if they so choose? Yeah, the, the basic rule of thumb for someone who's not in one of those about 10 or so counties that have their own at this point is follow the Cal OSHA rules. And those are things that we've talked about here on this podcast before, which is 
those who we know are fully vaccinated don't wear them inside. Those who are not fully vaccinated do need to wear them inside. That being said, employers also have the discretion of having more strict rules, which means that you can, as a business, require masks, even if your county doesn't, for all employees, regardless of vaccination status. That's great for our employers to hear that, because I know we get a lot of confused, confused employers calling saying, well, you know, we'd actually prefer to have masking because it's just easier to manage. That way, those who are not vaccinated don't feel like they're singled out. So that's great that uh, there is that flexibility and discretion on the employers. So, of course, we do have a, a, num a large segment of the population, not just in California, but everywhere. You could see it. You could read it in the news. It's even hitting our communities where it becomes this rivalry between the vaccinated and unvaccinated and mask wearing and not mask wearing, but for businesses that are now flipping the switch again back to masks and, you know, maybe even made the business decision that that's just not something that they're, they're going to do, even if their county is mandating them, are they exposing themselves to litigation and to even penalties? Yeah, and there's a lot of different things that we could talk about in terms of claims that may arise from this, but really, um, first, from your local, if you have a local county that says you need to have everyone who wears it, those public health orders have penalties built into them, such as fines, and they even threaten imprisonment in there, um, which is kind of standard for a lot of these things. But Cal OSHA can come in as well on these because Cal OSHA regulations say that when your local requires something more strict, um, you need to follow it. And so if we're not following it, we're, we have this issue with um, providing a healthy and safe workplace in accordance with the rules. And so Cal OSHA comes in there and Cal OSHA has um, this ability to, in the most extreme circumstances, shut down your business. Um, and then there's the employees themselves, of course, who are now being subjected to an unsafe work environment who can make complaints about an unsafe work environment and refuse to work, which is a claim that we've seen throughout the pandemic as well. So lots of angles for which claims can arise um, with regards to not following these mandates. So of course, as always, the best practice is to follow these. Yep, even if it's frustrating those of us and even if it's very difficult to switch from mask wearing to not mask wearing, you know, even mentally thinking that the light at the end of the tunnel was shining brightly, you know, for many individuals, this is a sign that we're back to where we were, you know, a couple months ago and can be really hard on individuals to take the constant change. So while we are required to follow these rules, you know, we, we've got to we've got to proceed with compassion and um, continue to be nimble and flexible as we work our way through what is going to be a two year run, I hate to say, and I'm hopeful that it ends at two years, but it's been so difficult to predict. I don't think anybody is, is putting money on it anymore. So more of a detailed workplace issue, Matt, and, and we've seen this throughout the pandemic as we've moved through some of the workplace requirements. You know, what if an employee just says, I'm over it. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm vaccinated. This is ridiculous. You know, what, what recourse does the employer have? Yeah, and this has actually been very common for me over the last couple of weeks on the helpline is um, a number of businesses are getting employees who are doing exactly what you said, which is, I'm vaccinated, I wasn't supposed to have to wear a mask, I'm back to wearing a mask, I'm done, right? Um, for our employers, um, you know, we have these health and safety policies that we have to implement and enforce. That's really the most important aspect of these policies is to enforce them. So if the employee refuses to follow the health and safety mandates and protocols that we have in place, well, it becomes a disciplinary matter. And then what the level of discipline that is appropriate is really up to you and your discretion as the employer. 
um, in order to correct the behavior and the kind of discipline that you would impose on everybody, you know, who is refusing to wear a mask. So that could be written warnings, um, you know, final warnings, terminations, if it doesn't, you know, fix itself, but we do need to get everybody into compliance through this enforcement. So where we are right now, at least where many of us are, as it relates to uh, where vaccination status comes into play, if you are in a locality that has imposed a mask policy, regardless of vaccination status, then right now, even though Kalosha plays a big emphasis on vaccination status for purposes of wearing or not wearing a mask, it really doesn't matter right now. Yeah, that's absolutely correct, Erica. Okay, so as far as knowing which local public health department has issued revised mask guidelines, it's changing by the day. Um, just overnight, we saw many Bay Area counties joining the party that had already been started by LA County, followed by Yolo and then Sacramento. And now we have most of the Bay Area counties, if not all, including the city of Berkeley. So really the best thing for employers to do to stay up on things as fast as they can is to continually check your local health department website or contact by phone. That is going to be the best way for you to keep tabs of what's going on. The media has done a very good job reporting when they hear about local health departments imposing additional restrictions. However, it's really a good idea for us not to rely solely on our news outlets, but to go directly to the source. So to the extent that you can maybe remember every morning when you're reading the paper or checking your emails from the night before to just take a peek at what your local health department says, that will really help you stay on track and stay in compliance. Well, Matt, thank you so much. And we appreciate all of the work that you do and all of the time that you spend helping Cal Chamber members navigate their way through this potpourri of COVID-19 guidelines and requirements. Uh, and hopefully at some point, we'll be able to talk about something other than COVID related. That sounds great, Erica. I look forward to that. All right. Thanks for joining us on The Workplace. Please comment, share, and subscribe to Cal Chamber's podcast by visiting calchamber.com.